Good morning and welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning together Tzav Ravii, the fourth Aliyah in Parashas Tzav. The topic of our Aliyah is anointing Aaron. It is 13 Pesukim Longrain from Perik Ches, Pasuk Aleph to Yud Gimel. A basic overview of our Aliyah, which is to be found in really one paragraph, is now, at this point in time, Hashem says to Moshe, Kach es Aaron ves Banovi, take Aaron, take his children, take the, the clothes and the Shem and the anointing oil, and you're going to take the Parachatas, the bull, which is going to be a sacrifice a sin offering and two alim and a two rams and a and this basket of matzahs and then in front of the entire congregation you bring everybody to the entrance of the oil moed the tent of meeting and he does such and everybody gathers around and Moshe Rabbeinu then says to the the congregation this is what Hashem commanded me to do and he goes over to Aaron and he he washes them first in water and he play and then he dresses them in the clothes the priestly garb um, and we hear all the descriptions, and he puts all the clothing on, and then on Aaron, he puts the Urim V'tumim into the folds of the Choyshen, and he places their hats on all the different pieces, and then he takes the Shevra Mishka, this anointing oil, and he anoints the Mishkan and everything in it, and then he goes and he anoints Aaron. And at this point in time, he now presents them in front of the Mishkan. So this begins the process of inauguration. So, what exactly was the ceremony? So just to understand the outline of this, this is a process which took seven days. This is the Milu'im, the inauguration ceremony. And basically every single day the Mishkan would be set up and taken down. Set up and taken down and specific Karbonas, this bull and these two rams, were brought and all the accompanying meal offerings were brought on a daily basis, part of this inauguration of Aaron and his children and of the Mishkan. So on the one hand it's consecrating the Mishkan, on the other hand it's consecrating those who serve the Mishkan, Aaron and his children as well. The eighth day, which is going to be next week's parasha, Yom Hashmini, is the last day of the Miluim, of the inauguration, and that's when the Mishkan will remain standing. That's when it'll be in full service. This is now the transfer of power from Moshe to Aaron. But the question really is, is why now? Why is this significant to be happening at this point in time? So, there are a number of um, ideas that are happening over here. So Rashi says, actually, it isn't now. Rashi says, this all happened before the setting up of the Mishkan, which means to say, Rashi says, This was before the Mishkan was established. The Torah is not in chronological sequence, which means. So according to Rashi, the way it would work is, is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded the building of the Mishkan, and at which point in time, then the Mishkan was actually set up, and then, and then afterwards was all of Vayikra and Tzav about the Karbonis. So first the Mishkan was commanded, set up, this whole Milu'im happens, and then afterwards we hear Vayikra and Tzav, the, up till now, where the command of the Karbonis. That happens only afterwards. However, the Ramban understands that this does not make sense. The Ramban says that we have to take the Torah at its value, where its face value, where the the Mishkan seems to have been set up at the end of Parshas Pekudai, and yet we're told about the Karbonus and Vayikra and Sav, and then we have the Miluim now. So if that's the case, um, the we have to take it at this at that at face value. So the Mishkan was set up the first on the first day of the Miluim, which was the twenty third of Adar, on which day the all the Karbonus were commanded. That's Vayikra and Sav, and now it continues the process of the Miluim continues with Aaron and his sons and, and the Mishkan being inaugurated as well. So this is how we understand it. Rashi is trying to square this with the fact that at the end of Parshas Pekudah describes setting up the Mishkan. Then we have a Yikrat Tzav which talk about the Karbonos and then we have the setting up of the Mishkan again. So Rashi understands that the Karbonos must have come later and this Parsha really is part of what happened in Pekudah. 
As Ramban says, no, it could also be that all of the commands of the Karbanas were actually on the first day of the Miluim. That's the way, the, perhaps one way of understanding this different, this parish over here. So worthwhile noting that the Gemara Zvachin on Peiches Abel tells us that why was it, so um Rebbe, um, Anani Bar Sason, Rabbi Anani Bar Sason says, why was the parasha of Karbanas put right next to the parasha of Big Day Kuhuna, the sacrifices next to the clothing of Aaron and his children? To tell you, he says, my Karbanas Mechaprim of Big Day Kuhuna Mechaprim, because to show you that both the Big Day Kuhuna and the Karbanas do a turn and it goes through in the Gemara and Erechen as well to describe the atonement that the, each of the Big Day Kuhuna, each of the priestly God, atoned for. What is he referring to? So, on the one hand, it refers to our parasha. Here we have all the karbanas at the beginning of parasha tzav, leading straight into the big day kohana, which is put onto Aaron and his children. But it is worthwhile noting that this also occurs in parasha tzav. Parasha tzav starts off describing the big day kohana, and then it goes into the karbanas um, of the miluim, of the inauguration, which leads us to another question. And that is, that really technically speaking, parasha um, tzav, this whole section here from, from Revi onwards till the end of the parasha is about the inauguration. But that inauguration ceremony was described in the latter half of Parshas Tetzaveh. And the question is, so why is it repeated? So the Malbim explains that really, technically speaking, it is shorter in the description here in Parshas Tetzaveh. It is a repetition. But it's worthwhile noting as well that there is a shift in order. So as an example, when it comes to the Parshas Tetzaveh, the Korbanos are first, and then Aaron and his children and their clothes are described second. Here it is the opposite. Here we have first the clothes being put on and then the Korbanos, the sacrifices. Second, what is that? What, why is that? So the, the Malbim suggests that there in Parashas Tetzaveh, it was all about the theory. So in theory, we describe the, the main point first, which is the Korbanos, the fact that they're going to serve in the Mishkan. Here it's in action, so technically speaking, they need to have their clothes on before they do the Korbanos. But of course, the Korbanos are the general idea. So in the mapping out of what the idea is, the idea is mapped out first to the central part, the Karbanas first, and then the practical part second. Here in practicality, when it's actually happening, the big day Kuhn have to come first and the, the Karbanas second. So it's similar to the idea of Beratius. You know, you, one may say, human beings are the end of the creation process, so they might be the least important. Or you say, no, well, the rest of that was all setting up. That the end of the creation was what is intended first, and that's what's being described over here. So don't get confused. The garments are not a, a ends in and of themselves. They are a means towards something else. So it's nice that they have all these beautiful clothes, but that is not the focus, not the reason why this is happening. Uh, Babanel says an interesting point. He adds to this idea, and he says that they already understood the Ola and the Khatas. Um, now, since they just learned, they just learned about them. Meaning, in the beginning of Parshas Tzav, we just heard about the intricate details of the Korban Chatas, the Korban Ola, all those details. So, therefore, they are not going to be the first thing which are mentioned in the Miluim as it is described in Parshas Tzav, because they already know that so the focus is going to be on the big day corner, which is what they need reminding on, reminding of, because they have not, they have just had a refresher course in what the the the, the Korbanis are right now. With this, we conclude the fourth Aliyah in Parshas Tzav. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.